Strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come to save you. That's the verse that stuck out to me this week as I was reading through Isaiah. Welcome to Choir Talks. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. And I'm glad that you're here with me to read through these verses today. The verse I read was from Isaiah 35. And here's the context. Israel has long been split into two kingdoms. Um, This was written in the 700s BC. The northern kingdom uh, has been conquered and overrun by the most powerful kingdom of the day, Assyria. Judah, or the remaining kingdom, feels very vulnerable to being the next victim of the Assyrians. And it's hard to overstate the mismatch between this, this powerful Assyrian empire and this small Jewish kingdom. The prophet Isaiah is living during this time, and he is saying that God will deliver them. But the king of Judah is not feeling it. Uh, So the king makes a wise, in his own eyes at least, decision to hedge his bets against a possible Assyrian attack. He makes an alliance with Egypt. Now, Egypt is kind of a has-been world power at this point, but they're still known for their fleet of chariots. So the king decides to put his faith in the power of those chariots uh, that can be seen rather than the unseen power of Almighty God. So God speaks warnings through the prophet Isaiah in in chapters 29 and 30 and 31. Here's a couple of those. sounds like this. Woe to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit. Now, can you identify with that verse? Because I can. Many times I've found myself in a bad situation, but instead of seeking God and seeking his plan and his remedy, I've leaned on my own wisdom to find a fix. I mean, at this point in my Christian walk, why should I trust my own wisdom and not even bother to connect with the wisdom of almighty, all-knowing God? Here's another warning from those scriptures. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots, but do not look to the Holy One of Israel. The choices we make uh, when faced by trouble often define who it is that we're putting our faith in. At that moment, the Egyptian chariots might have seemed like the safe choice, the wise choice, the obvious choice. I can identify with that also. Sometimes I find myself making the easiest safe choice, but it takes faith to trust in unseen help when there's a visible alternative. But in both of those warnings, we see that God expects us to look at him and look to him. With that backdrop, let's go back to that opening verse now. Listen to it again. It says, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come to save you. Isaiah had this message to give to Judah, who was in need of salvation. But it's obvious as you read through the entire chapter that it was a message not only for their generation, but it was also a message for the Jews in captivity to come. But it also applies to 
the salvation that Jesus brings. Listen to the next verses. It goes on to say, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Then the lame will leap like a deer, the mute tongue will shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. So if you, as you hear those words, you realize that this is way bigger than the salvation that Isaiah is talking about to his own generation. Those things happened uh, when the Messiah, Jesus, came. And uh, he had this miraculous ministry where he healed the blind and the deaf uh, and the lame and the mute. Uh, you can find examples of all of those in the New Testament. Uh, so as we read Isaiah 35, it is not only just for Isaiah and his time, but it is something that we should participate in too. And so here's, here's the part that catches my eye. He says, say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your, guard, your God will come to save you. Say to those is the opportunity that, that we have. We who follow Jesus, we know this, the power of this great miracle God. We know his healing power and we know his saving power. And so as we encounter those who are, who are fearful, um, those with feeble hands and unsteady knees, as the, as the verse says, then we have the opportunity to speak to them the truth about who God is and about his power that is available in their lives. Here's another sister passage from Isaiah 45, skipping forward to that. He says, along the same lines, say to those who are captive, come out. And to those who are in darkness, be free. Man, that's an awesome message that you and I have. We know what it means to be captive to sin. And we know what it is to find salvation and be set free. And so we have the opportunity to speak these things into the lives of those who need to know Jesus. Use your mouth. Speak the truth to those around you who are fearful, who are in need of the gospel message, or need to be reminded that God's power is at work in their life. Have a great day.